0: I see you and you see me, watch you blow Bonjour, hola, and welcome to episode sixteen of LMNOP, the podcast about the best show on television,
1: Duh, Elementary. Boys, the the boys.
0: That's not the best show on television.
1: The boy, the superheroes, uh-huh. punchy punchy. Uh huh. Nazis are no, bad. They do
0: gross sex stuff, and yeah, they're it's always brutal. Saying saying sex words and swears and
1: lots of butts.
0: Not as many butts as there could be.
1: M- the boys, more like the butts. Uh, although I will say it's it's mostly the boys' butts.
0: Yeah, I don't think that there's been a single female butt.
1: I know. It's great.
0: That's not the best show on television, though.
1: No, you're right. Because the best show on television
0: is Elementary. Elementary. On CBS. What a coincidence. That's what I was going to say. Uh,
1: well, you're smart. Well. And sometimes I agree with you and other times which makes
0: you sometimes smart. I'm wrong. Exactly. <laughs> you know you know what's up? I've learned. <laughs> I
1: will forget, but I've learned now.
0: This week we are talking about season 1 episode 16 of Elementary called Details. Having watched the episode, do you know why it's called that?
1: Well yeah, it's cuz you got to pay attention. Uh, you got to pay attention to the details. They might as
0: well have called this episode cl- The Clues.
1: Or detail, a detail in uh, police lingo is when you got to oh. be detailed to somebody. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is what it means.
1: I mean, pretty much, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, that No, that makes sense, yeah, because they do mention the detail, and then I forgot about the double meaning. Mm. They'll just go for any double meaning, huh?
1: Yeah, they'll, they'll take what they can get. They actually, um, at the beginning of the writing process, they just came up with a bunch of double entendres, threw them in a hat, and then every now and then, they just picked one out, and they were like, episode name, done.
0: <laughs> no, because they're always related to what's happening in the episode.
1: They pulled it out of the hat, and then they were like, episode name, done, and then, and then oh wait, not done, we have to write the entire script based around this episode name. It's obviously <laughs> what I meant. Akapaf. <laughs>
0: Really? hmm That's what you thought? That's what I'm
1: going with. hmm mm-hmm.
0: You got something in your th- your throat, or are you okay? I'm good. Okay. All anyway. right. Well, I'm the host, Val Flight Cub. Oh, right. A.K.A. a good old-fashioned run-by fruiting.
1: Ooh. Ooh. Who the, f-
0: f- who the heck are you?
1: Who the fruit am I? Well, I am your co-host, uh, equal, um, but not. Uh, Alec. A.K.A. granny shot, which is not a weird thing, so don't make it a weird thing.
0: What? What is it? It's a granny shot. It's when you throw your granny it's when you're, into the hoop?
1: Yeah, it's when you're playing basketball and you throw your granny into the hoop.
0: And she says, yay! So it was hoopla! Hoopla! And
1: she's stuck in the hoop.
0: A three-pointer! If she yells it before she gets into the hoop, it counts as a three-pointer. <laughs> what What? is it? What is it, really?
1: It's, oh, it's when you...
0: Do you want to explain it later when it comes up in the show? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, people know. People either know or they don't.
1: Or they'll know later. Mm -hmm. Just be patient.
0: Okay. What are you, a doctor? (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I guess it would be like the receptionist at the doctor's office that would go and tell you to be patient now. You know, like, Mm -hmm. "He'll, he'll see you now, so go be patient. You know?
1: Yeah, go be a patient.
0: Yeah. That's what I said.
1: The doctor is probably the person you see the least um, at the doctor's.
0: Yes, yeah. I've gone to the doctor, not seen the doctor at all. It's like when you go to the dentist; you don't always go to the dentist.
1: Well, I haven't been to the dentist in a very long time. Yeah, so I, I have no basis. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's kind of like when you have a dental problem; you don't go to the dentist.
1: Yeah, I've I I see the dentist very not often.
0: Hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: In infrequently.
0: Infrequently, yeah. So anyway, this episode of Elementary Let's not talk about your teeth falling out of your head This episode begins with Joan coming home And the lights are out And she goes to flick the switch on and it doesn't work <gasps> She yells, Sherlock, we gotta check out the we Gotta replace the bulb in here And then all of a sudden she hears A very convincing American accent
1: Hey, I'm an American guy And I broke into your house And, and now I need you to give me your monies
0: he doesn't ask for money. He says, "Where's Holmes?" Like that.
1: Oh, right, right, right. And Joan was like, "You're standing in it." <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, no. Um, yeah, so it's this guy, roughly Sherlock's height and weight, um, being like,
1: "I don't know why you describe it like that." But but then but then like, Joan,
0: show me, to bring me to Holmes, or I'll shoot you he doesn't say that but he's he's being yeah. very threatening and joan is like ah
1: and, and she she runs to her purse and, and starts looking for something and he goes looking for this psh, psh. It's, it's pepper spray
0: oh i thought it was her mini hairspray that she uses in times of emotional crisis
1: <laughs> no mm.
0: the hair pepper spray
1: yeah no it's a little can of spray paint
0: why would she spray pepper in her hair
1: joan's a little graffiti artist <laughs> Sometimes she dyes her hair with it
0: oh. um no yeah, yeah, yeah so she she runs to find a different weapon and she trips over a trip tripwire
1: a tripwire it, it did its job
0: it did it tripped her
1: now and she's then, on the ground mm-hmm. damsel in distress.
0: she's very scared, and this sherlock's eyes guy stands on the tripwire and he says pathetic in British sherlock voice. <gasps> Cause it's Sherlock. It's Sherlock. And he pulls down ah. his balaclava and he's like, if this had been a real threat, you you would have. She's like, oh my God, you could have. Been... What did she say? She's like, you really scared me. Um, I could have. And he's like, what? Tripped again? She's like, I'm going to come over there and hit you. And he's like, good. Finally, fight me. She's like, well, she does.
1: She gets up and she she smacks him and pushes him back.
0: Oh, yeah. And he's like, and he's like now you agree. Oh,
1: okay, yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: so this is kind of a, this is a, um, not now, Kato, kind of moment. Um, Do you ever watch the Pink Panther? No. So the Pink Panther had this assistant called Kato. Kato was instructed to randomly attack Cousteau. Mm. Um, Clouseau, sorry. Um, Clouseau, so that he could be, he would stay on his feet, what? I
1: do actually remember this from the Steve Martin Pink Panther movie. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was always doing it in inopportune moments. Mm-hmm. So Clouseau would be like, not now, Kato! Ah. But it, it's kind of like if Clouseau didn't know that Cato existed. And then he did this. You know?
1: Yeah. Sure, just- it's just being a jerk in, in skies of being a, a helpful mentor.
0: Yeah. Which, I mean, he's not wrong. So... Joan is like, what the heck? And he's like, You were were at held at gunpoint last week and you were in physical danger. You have to learn how to defend yourself. And Joan is like, No. Yeah, <laughs> I mean she's she, basically like she's, she's like, like She's like,
1: I I didn't I didn't just let an assailant into my house. I let a federal officer Agent man who happened to also be an assailant into my house. Yeah,
0: and Sherlock's like yeah You gotta always be on your toes, Joan You never know who's gonna be what you know, I could attack you. I just did <laughs> so um, This is So there's two things that are important. I think that happened in this uh, scene the first one being less significant than the other but um, He does say you were shot last week, which establishes that the time of the show and the time of the episodes like correlates you know what i mean
1: well at least this time
0: yeah well it's good to i I like to know that for like episodic shows like are they one after another or are they because these are more you know um crime of the week mystery of the week Mm -hmm. um so it's good to know that they yeah. won't be following the seasons.
1: And time progresses. Mm-hmm. Like, we ha- we have a snowy scene this episode. We do? Yeah. On the basketball court, it's snowing.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. Wintertime. Wintertime. I just spelled it with an R-E just there. Uh, just old fun. English. Mm-hmm.
1: I like, I like the way you think. What does that in, mean? In Old English.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing happening in this scene is what Sherlock says next, where mm. he's like, knowing that you were in physical danger was difficult for me i i don't know what i could have if i could have forgiven myself if, you, if anything had happened to you
1: that means he loves her
0: yeah he f- he feels responsible for her safety and uh, cares about if she's alive or not
1: <laughs> love yeah <laughs>
0: yeah and he cares
1: about her and wants to protect her and wants her to be able to uh, protect herself
0: mm-hmm Yeah, and I mean, it's a a good point, like, he does get into scrapes and scraps, he gets into dangerous stuff as a detective, and you know, if she's gonna be his apprentice, no I'm not, I'm his sober companion then she's gonna have to learn to defend herself and be able to...
1: Learn some single stick. Mm Mm-hmm. Whack that pate.
0: Or maybe she could learn, you know, she could make up her own double stick variation. Oh, dang. You know, whatever works for her.
1: Don't don't mess with, with the system. The single stick works.
0: What if she wanted two sticks?
1: You gotta have a free hand.
0: For, for to what? To hold behind your back?
1: For a, whatever comes next.
0: You can't use it in the in the sport Anything of single stick. Anything can happen. Right, which is why need you have to have a spare hand. stick.
1: Spare hand. Stick, spare hand.
0: To hold a stick in.
1: If need be, but sometimes. Right.
0: So we're on in agreement.
1: Sometimes it's not a stick. Sometimes it's a snack. Sometimes it's a snake. <laughs>
0: sometimes it's... A stack of books, very well uh, balanced.
1: Mm-hmm. Maybe they're important documents. You That's don't
0: true. know. That's, you know, you're right. When you're right, you're right.
1: How, how, how are we going to hold a bunch of papers with a second stick? Like a kebab?
0: Yes. You answered your own question.
1: Well, then you ruined 5% of the documents.
0: Maybe it's a small stick. You don't know how small the stick is. How pointy it is.
1: It's just a pool stick.
0: <laughs> anyway, um, so then Sherlock is like, be prepared for more gorilla style tests coming in the future. is like, I'm going to fucking kill you. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, you're so annoying. And, you know, I don't know why he says more gorilla style tests, because this one wasn't gorilla style. It was person style. Get out!
1: <laughs> Get out of here!
0: <laughs> I want to see him in a gorilla suit. Running at Joan like, Ooh, 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 ooh I'm just ar- going to ar- beat
1: my chest at you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, it'll be just like that episode of Over the Garden Wall. Spoilers. For that episode.
1: Yeah. With the gorilla. It's a huge plot twist.
0: A is for the apple that he gave to me, but I found a worm inside. You know.
1: I do, I do know. I was there. That that little teacher was your favorite character.
0: I don't know that she was my. They were all good.
1: Of all the teachers, she was your favorite.
0: Of all of the teachers in Over the Garden Wall, yes, she's my favorite. She is really funny, though. Oh my poor Jimmy Brown! Why did you have to leave me so? <laughs> <laughs> I should have been in Over the Garden Wall. I, I, that's what I kept telling them. I could be the little pig in this in the. Um, classroom mm. eating the potatoes and molasses now I'm just thinking about that you think that tasted good? I no. mean it was animation so nobody had to actually eat it but <laughs> you think that would taste good?
1: no they seem like really plain potatoes I don't think just adding molasses would fix anything
0: mm, doesn't really marry the flavors
1: no Yeah. And just be like sticky
0: molasses also has a flavor
1: yeah it tastes sticky
0: <laughs> anyway B is for Marcus Bell who's in this scene so he is um he's doing a classic about to have a plot atta- plot happen to him thing but they put a twist on it so, so Bell is leaving a voicemail for Captain but then he finishes the voicemail and he hangs up so it's fine cause he calls and he's like Hey captain, it's Bell. Just wanted to say uh I did a I thi- got some info on the case. So I'll brief you in the morning. I'm going home now.
1: I'm a police officer driving a car.
0: Mhm. Hey captain, just wanted to remind everybody that this is what my voice sounds like and I'm a. am a police officer. And it's nighttime and I'm driving.
1: I'm only calling you because uh CBS couldn't license me a song to sing along to. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah. Because it's a way to establish that he's like not on a case. Mm -hmm. He's just chilling. Yeah. Wow. Oh, we got robbed again. Let Marcus sing. I bet they don't let him sing because the character of Marcus um, isn't a good singer, but the actor is great.
1: I want Marcus to do karaoke.
0: (gasps) Oh, I want Marcus and Sherlock to do a duet in karaoke. Sherlock is like, Marcus, you must know the words to this song. Everyone knows it. And it's like some British fucking song. God save
1: the queen. (laughs) We love the fucking
0: queen. (laughs) I think he would have enough sense to know that Americans don't know that song. I love the queen. Okay. So? You want a medal? Yeah. Okay. Let me call my metal guy. Anyway, so uh, Bill hangs up his voicemail, and uh, then he gets shot at. Oh, sh- Somebody what? Somebody fires a gun into his car. Yeah, car car
1: pulls up on him and starts uh, honking his horn. Honk, honk. Marcus is like, go around me, guy. Mm-hmm. And, and he does, but then
0: shoots up the car all willy-nilly. Pulls up alongside him to shoot him, and he hits some... Marcus, like, yanks the wheel over. Yeah,
1: yeah, and and as most roads do, there's, like, a a ramp on the side of the road. So he, like, hits that and, like, flips the car or whatever. Is,
0: yeah, it like, it was like, oh, we're gonna do construction here tomorrow, so we're putting out all of our equipment now. Mm-hmm. Like, there was all these cones, but they weren't around, like, a hole, you know? Like, yeah,
1: they were, like, get-ready cones.
0: Right. So, yeah, the car flips over, but I don't know why. You know why? Why?
1: Because, holy shit, Marcus Bell is dead. Ah!
0: No, it happened on the first, it happened before the intro.
1: Yeah, but I'm so worried.
0: Oh, wait, it happened before the intro. <gasps> That's the only time anybody gets hurt in this show. Oh, no. Oh. So we go to the, you know. Yeah, the intro. The intro. Sounds exactly like that. mm mm-hmm. uh, Marcus is totally fine. He didn't. He doesn't have a scratch on him.
1: Turns out he just barely got his bell rung.
0: But um, but um, cheese, but um.
1: All right, that's enough.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so so now they're at the um, garage, the you know forensic garage where they look at clue vehicles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're looking at Marcus's car. And it's just been like,
1: definitely shot with a gun,
0: right in the like back row, the passenger seats, and like the.
1: <laughs> it looks like someone was like trying to do a a bad uh, frame job and and had no idea what they were doing. They were just like, let's just shoot the car.
0: Well, they didn't want him to die, right? Spoil.
1: But it was like, but no, it was like um, in super bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where the cops are like, oh, shit, we shot our, our, our car. We have to shoot it a bunch more and make it look bad. <laughs> I think that's the thing that happened. Maybe it's a different movie. It doesn't matter.
0: It doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, so Sherlock is like, if you hadn't uh, yanked the wheel, you probably would have been totally fine. <laughs> Nothing would have happened to you. It's so a
1: really bad marksman. Possibly a toddler. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Because, the yeah, the person that shot him has a, had a really good gun, because you can tell by the kind of bullets or something. But, yeah, none of the shots were even close to hitting him. And um, Sherlock says that the gun that was used is the perfect candidate for a good old-fashioned drive-by because it can be held in one hand and it fires off a lot of shots and it's, you know, something else. It had a third characteristic, you know, <laughs> and... Um, Fires bullets. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, exactly. Um, and Sherlock is like, just, you just lucked out that the person that was shooting you was really shitty at shooting at you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he says, you know, when I heard that you were, had gotten, you know, in a drive, you had been hit, I immediately went into your case files to try and see if anyone would jump out at me as like somebody that could... That would want to have done it. That that would have wanted to do this to you. Um, And it turns out. You have a lot of enemies.
1: Lots of people might want revenge on you.
0: Mm -hmm. And Bella's like. Gee thanks Sherlock. But Sherlock's like. No it's a compliment. Means that you're a good detective. Um, Which I agree with. Because the more complicated of the solve. You know. The more likely it was the person thought they were going to get away with it. The more they'll. Resent you for being too too much of a smart boy to, you know, <laughs> so because if like somebody runs into a Seven Eleven when they're not wearing a mask and they rob the place and then they leave, they're hoping they'll run away fast enough, you know. So the cop that gets them, they're like, I could have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for this cop,
1: Officer O'Brien.
0: I'll get you in seven months when I'm out of jail
1: yeah it's like there are a couple levels of of cops there's you know the detective and but there's also like you know the the parking enforcement officer mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's like whoa someone oh. someone shot at officer williams let's check how many tickets he gave this week
0: must have been that 90 dollar ticket he gave <laughs>
1: 90 dollars for street cleaning
0: yeah makes the street dirty if you park there ridiculous It's a lot. It's a lot. So he has a lot of people that it could be. But Bell is like, but I know who it is. Because the car that shot me was a fucking candy blue, old style, vintage, whatever, car. It was very distinctive.
1: It had a a vanity license plate called Big Willie, which is the street name of someone Marcus knows.
0: Yeah, exactly. I also just want to say, this car looked like the fucking Jetson's car. <laughs> anyway, um, so Bella's like, this was Curtis Bradshaw. This guy I put away because he was, oh no, we have... <laughs> I was going to just like blah, blah 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 through this story, but it's very, it's actually important. <laughs> so Curtis Bradshaw was a, you know, a colonel in the gang, you know, not, not just a lieutenant, but a, a colonel. And um, he uh, was really careful, so he was never, like, really close to any of the crimes that his gang committed. So they could never get him on anything. He was just
1: really good at delegation.
0: Yes. Which, at that point, are you even... No, I'm just kidding. Of course you are. You're still a gang member. Um, You're still doing crimes if you tell other people to do them.
1: Don't do crimes.
0: Yeah. Most crimes are bad. Well, a lot of crimes are bad. Um, plenty of crimes are fine, like dodging <laughs> rent or or impersonating a um highwayman. I don't know about that one. I don't know that that one's good. Aren't highwaymen the robbers? You know, you make a great point. So uh, so impersonating you... it would just be pretending to do crime.
1: Like I'm gonna steal your car.
0: No, please don't.
1: It's okay. I won't. <laughs> I was just pretending. <laughs> just joking.
0: Um, so, anyway, um, so they never got him for anything good. Um, and then he got put away for possession of stolen property. But, unfortunately, the stolen property was actually um, evidence from, like, the evidence lockup that had been planted on- in his place. Um, wait. Is that why he got out? Was because the guy...
1: You think I paid attention to any of the details?
0: Oh, boy. In
1: a, in a show episode called Details?
0: <laughs> so, anyway, th- this guy, Bradshaw, went into jail because he was a-, a banger. Got out of jail because it turned out that evidence against him was actually planted. And um, someone called in an anonymous tip that it, it was it was fake and so he got uh he got out so um so that's bradshaw and it's very clearly his car he's got this great blue chevy whatever the heck that he really loves so now they're at the precinct and um this officer reyes comes up to bell and is like mr cheese has a message for you and bell's like oh yeah that's one of my cis he's shy Thanks, and
1: <laughs> it's like <laughs> Mr. Cheese. Who who comes up with this and why? It's like <laughs> okay, I know. Okay, you're shy. You don't want to give your real name. You want to be a little secret. Uh huh. You're just like eating a sandwich at the time, and you're like, mm. it's like uh, sorry, I I already have a Mr. Ham.
0: <laughs> well, so this is actually. Um, not just a nickname for a CI. We learn, we learn later that this was uh, the gang name of someone. So what? what kind of gang gives you a nickname of Mr. Cheese? Is it because it's like money? He gets money?
1: Oh. Or well, it depends on the type of cheese. Because if it's Swiss cheese, maybe he, he puts holes in you.
0: Oh, there you go. He will pop a cap in you, which makes a hole. <laughs> 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 they must talk about something else as well. Um, Bell and this officer Reyes, because then, um, Bell walks over to Sherlock, and Sherlock is like, "So, how many times did you have sex with Reyes?" I bet I'm betting around ten. And Mar- Marcus is just like, "Shut the up! What is your deal?" He was
1: like, "It's none of your seven business." <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh, Sherlock is like, "Well, Joan, you know, uh, Reyes seems to be like in your body class, in your weight class." Um, Why don't you ask her where she boxes And um, you can, maybe you guys can spar or Something you can see what it'll be like To spar against somebody in your weight class And Joan is like Are you sure that you don't just want Me to get into self-defense So that you can see some foxy boxing <laughs> And Sherlock is like You think you're foxy <laughs> Which is just Just a crazy thing to say to Lucy Lou. Like yes of course she's foxy.
1: You are fully aware of the reality of the fact that you are indeed foxy?
0: Yeah. Well, what, Joan? You think you look like Lucy Lou?
1: What? You have eyes?
0: <laughs> um, and spoilers for this show. We do eventually... Wait. Oh, poop. I just realized later in the series, Joan boxes someone and we don't get to see it. Mm. Dang. That would have been pretty foxy. <laughs> so, they're going to talk to Curtis Bradshaw. Because, you know, he's the number one suspect for the drive-by. And he's watching some b-ball outside. Uh, and it's snowing. And it's snowing at the basketball court. and
1: Which just means that it was snowing uh, wherever they were filming this, and they didn't have time to delay it. Nope. And they were like, hey, get Sherlock a scarf.
0: This is going to be a winter episode now. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it, I mean, it always was. So they go up to him, and they're like, curtis bradshaw we got some questions for you and he's like you're blocking my view of the b-ball and they're like uh blah 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 where were you last night and he's like i don't have to talk to you and they're like oh isn't this your car and he's like it got stolen two days ago actually i was just about to report it (laughs) oh whoops that was silly me um and uh then they're like Okay, what well, you know? What's your alibi? And his two friends, they're sitting on either side of him. Each give an alibi, like, "Oh, he was watching movies with me." Like,
1: he's like, "Oh, I mean, he was with me and the boys playing poker." Yeah, me the boys were. One was a pit bull.
0: <laughs> one was a French terrier.
1: Yeah, he he cleaned us out.
0: <laughs>
1: Goddamn terrier.
0: So, um. Yeah, he's like, oh, pick an alibi, whichever one you like better. <laughs> he's being very unhelpful. What?
1: This criminal does not uh-huh. want to be accommodating with the police? No. Shocking.
0: Yeah, especially in they're accusing him of a crime, and he's not just going along with it. How dare he? Ugh. So Sherlock says, okay, Mr. Bradshaw, are you a betting man? I bet you I can get this your basketball into that hoop, and he points to the basketball that's like three quarters of a court away.
1: Yeah, no, it's, it's like 125 meters away.
0: What else is 125 no, 100, meters?
1: 125 feet. 120. 100, 100. It's between 100 and 147 feet away.
0: You know that mm-hmm. for a fact. Yeah. Okay. Just, just
1: based on my eyes and, and the angles. Angles.
0: Okay. Well, you know, I feel like a fool now for just being so mm-hmm. rough with my estimate. Yeah. But
1: three quarters of a court.
0: We're going to look up how long a court is, and it's going to be like 400 meters.
1: Three quarters of a quarter is a court.
0: <laughs> <laughs> of the word quarter. <laughs> yeah.
1: The final <laughs> quarter being er. er. Court er.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, so Sherlock says, you know. I bet you I can get your basketball in from here, 138 feet away. And the guy's like, hmm. And Sherlock's like, you know, if I get it in, you have to tell us everything. And if I don't, then you don't have to tell us anything. Oh, we'll just leave you alone. Mm -hmm. So Curtis Bradshaw's like, I'd like to see this British globetrotter over here. Which is just redundant. A British globe trotter. Because to be British, you have... To be in America and be British, you'd have to have trotted some part of the globe.
1: Just be British. They've trotted all over the globe.
0: More like trodder, though. Because they they trod on people. They they trod. They've trod. They trod it. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you. Um, Anyway. So Sherlock gets the basketball. And he, he gives a few practice swings through his legs. Granny shot. A one That's and what a granny a shot is. Oh, if he had. Okay. Because what he. He doesn't throw it in front of him.
1: Well, no. But so, like, typically, you, the basketball, you, you do the basketball, you kind of like push it with one hand in front of you. You know how you basketball.
0: Yes, I do.
1: Yeah. But a a, a grandmother. Mm-hmm. doesn't have that upper body strength, so she needs to use physics to her advantage. Uh-huh. She's had her whole life to study those physics, mm-hmm. so she knows that if she swings the ball uh, beneath her her legs mm-hmm. and then launches it like a tre- trebucket, a trebuchet? Yeah. A trebucket, then it would go into the hoop, which is exactly what Sherlock does. Um, but he forgets to release the ball In front of him and instead he does it above him, which causes the ball to go behind him onto the roof of uh, some some distant
0: building. (laughs) Yeah. It's so funny. Bye bye ball. Because you really you're like oh Sherlock has some like hidden talents over here and then no just...
1: you're like ooh Sherlock's gonna use like some Sherlock ability <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to bounce it off a tree branch.
0: But no, he uses the Sherlock ability to realize this guy's not gonna talk to us anyway. Fuck him. <laughs> so he throws the ball and they're like you're not you're gonna get that ball right and they're like he's like bye.
1: That wasn't part of the bet.
0: <laughs> it's like that um that joke like. Uh, I'll bet you ten bucks that I can pee into that cup from on your bar, and yeah, then, yeah, you yeah. know it's like, oh, but I bet that other guy that you could a hundred dollars that I could pee all over your bar and you'd be smiling about it. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's like that
1: it's it's kind of like that it's it's more like uh when you play the spoon game with your sibling, uh-huh. where you're like, hey, put this put this wooden spoon in your mouth and then
0: try to hit me hit with me,
1: it. hit me with it, <laughs> and then I'll go. But when I go, I'm actually going to just hit you just with it. Just hit you,
0: yeah. <laughs> I love that you always explain these games as like, when you and your sibling, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and It's always some fucking cruel thing. Like, yeah, You know, like when your sibling is like a baby and you like throw them down the stairs.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, honestly, most of my sibling memories are someone winds up crying.
0: <laughs> and now all of your, t- your TV watching memories are someone ends up crying.
1: Well, things are happy and or sad. Mm -hmm. Or confusing. (laughs) The confusing cries are the worst.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that reminds me, I don't know what made me think of this specifically, but it reminds me of the fact that we had an episode last week where we both said things, words and sounds. Um, I would just like to submit a correction for the record that um, farts are not air that you swallow. Apparently, they come from your gut bacteria Mm. and not just from eating air and then having to poop it back out.
1: So, farts are air that gut bacteria swallows.
0: By accident, yes. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. So, now we learn who Mr. Cheese is. Marcus goes to his brother's house. Well, we learned it's his brother. He goes to his brother's house and he's got this uh, bag of groceries, sort of like, here you go, just to tide you over. And his brother's like, so you got shot? And wow, you didn't tell me. I had to find out from watching the news. Mm. Um and uh this is where the brother explains, like, I used a code name at the precinct because I figured you wouldn't want people knowing that your brother's an ex con. Um, so I and Marcus is like, Mr. Cheese is not a low profile. <laughs> so Andre is like, Well listen, like, do you want me to ask around about like who might have done this hit and stuff?
1: Andre being Marcus's brother, Mr. Cheese.
0: Did I not say that? No. Oops. Yeah. Andre, so Mr. Cheese's name is Andre. Yes. Um, and Marcus is like, no, you can't talk to your criminal associates. Like, You're on parole. You're on parole. And Andre is like, you're not my parole officer, by the way. Um, you can stop like looking around my apartment for crime evidence um, and stuff. So anyway, yeah, that, I mean, that's basically the the gist of that scene is establishing the brother dynamic and, you know they have the exact kind of animus you would imagine that a detective brother and a pe- paroled uh, criminal brother might have. Tension. Tension. So now we're at the brownstone. Joan and Sherlock are looking through uh, case files. Joan has her little her glasses on because she's reading. She's a smart lady, and her hair is down because it's a draw.
1: Smart lady, but terrible eyes. <laughs>
0: And um, she's like So I found that uh, The old detective On Curtis Bradshaw's case Was this guy uh, 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 I don't know Let's call him Herbert um, She's like We should talk to Herbert Because he, you know He has seems to be All the notes are in his handwriting He seems to be the main guy on the case And Sherlock's like yeah he would be a great person to talk to If we could talk to the dead. Oh, no. Sherlock killed him? No.
1: no. Oh, he's just just normal dead.
0: He's regular dead. Gotcha. Sorry. So Joan and Sherlock hold a seance. (laughs) Um, So Joan is like, I don't understand why Curtis would do this drive-by. It's like so obviously him. And everything else that he does, he makes somebody else do. You know, his lieutenants and stuff. Why would he drive his own distinctive car by himself? Why would he do it himself? And Sherlock says, Well, Joan, nothing makes a smart man stupid, like the need for revenge. I'm the prime example of that. Yeah, dude, I I almost killed somebody. I was so stupid. Ah,
1: <laughs> Silly Sherlock.
0: What am I like? Ah.
1: <laughs> My face went. I almost <laughs> murdered someone.
0: Ooh, hashtag that awkward moment. <laughs> uh, uh, so... Joan is like, so Sherlock, um, I think I'm gonna order some food. Do you want Thai? And Sherlock says, dunk. And that's the sound of him uh, throwing the tennis ball that he was playing with at the at Joan's back.
1: Why, Sherlock? <laughs> what kind of gorilla sneak attack is just throwing things at people?
0: <laughs> She's like, You want me to learn self-defense so that I stop getting so that I don't get hurt? So far, you're the only one hurting me. <laughs> and He's like, yeah, well, you got to be prepared. Come on, fight me. Channel your anger. I mean, fight me. And Joan very coolly and calmly looks over at this um, wire uh, grid that Sherlock has leaning up against the wall. That's got all these keys on it. Um, like that. Like Locks. That- what did I say?
1: Keys? <laughs> <laughs> keys.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's interesting to try and pick keys uh-huh. because you, you yeah, don't yeah. think that you could.
1: Well, actually, what Sherlock likes to do is he finds keys on the ground mm-hmm. and then he designs locks to be unlocked by those keys. Oh,
0: it's yeah. pretty, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, no, <laughs> they're, they're locks. I wrote key wall on my my notes. <laughs> um, so he has this grid. Yeah, he has this metal grid that he's uh, hanging all these locks on and she just looks at it and goes these are hung in some kind of particular order aren't they
1: country of origin
0: and she just goes do it again clang and
1: pushes it over onto the floor <laughs> knocks it down locks everywhere
0: and we get the be- it's a great 10 seconds of television because the transition between these scenes is first we get you know joan does that and sherlock gives such puppy face i'm just like Aw. Oh. My locks. Like My It's so funny. <laughs> I will post an image of it in the Discord, um, because it's it's very good and everyone deserves to see it. Then we cut to Oh no, we don't cut to this immediately, sorry. There's an interlude first, but um we we cut to this woman um outside her house, somewhere in the city, and she's like, Hey you can't sleep here. Hey, you can't sleep here. You know, it's she's yelling at somebody who you only see the back of their head and then um uh-oh, reverse shot. We see his front. He's not sleeping. He's not sleeping. He's dead. Ah! Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. Um, and it's Bradshaw. It's Curtis Bradshaw. Curtis. And then we cut to when uh, the police are called and uh, everybody's there and Sherlock just is mimicking Bradshaw is just like laying in front of him with the same kind of facial expression and everything.
1: Yeah, dead twins.
0: Like I guess trying to get it trying to get a sense of what he was see, I don't know, like
1: Yeah, I mean I guess you want to get the the perspective of the person the murder victim. Mm-hmm. But this is not where curtis was shot this is where curtis landed after he was shot and fell down backwards
0: oh yeah good point good point um that also i already have taken a picture of because i thought it was so funny when we were watching it earlier and i have posted it on our twitter twitter.com slash lmnop cast if you want to see sherlock and curtis just chilling but curtis <laughs> has a bullet hole um so um Sherlock is uh, at the crime scene and uh, Detective Reyes is there as well because I guess it's her beat, something. And he's like, "Hey, are you, you're Paula?" And she's like, "I'm Reyes." Oh, also, did I say detective? She's not a detective.
1: No, she's, she's
0: still wearing a uniform. Yeah. So she's she's whatever that is.
1: I'm parking enforcement Reyes.
0: <laughs> um, and Sherlock is like, "Hey, where do you box?" Uh, and Reyes is like, "How do you know I box?" And Sherlock's like, "Okay, shut up. I'm sensing a clue." I'm seeing a clue.
1: No, no more talking now. My <laughs> brain's doing things.
0: Also, both times that Reyes has been here, her partner has been a couple feet away. And it's the guy from Orange is the New Black that plays the guard that dates that one prisoner. Uh-huh. And he has, like, two lines.
1: Yeah. His, his whole point is he wants to um, bone Reyes. He
0: also wants to get with Reyes, yeah. It's just another thing for Sherlock to detect about. Reyes and the people around her.
1: Well, maybe, maybe this guy hates Bell so much for being with Reyes when he wanted to be with Reyes that... that he
0: drove Bradshaw's car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And did a terrible job shooting him because he wanted to kill him. It's a terrible plan. Yeah, it is. It's not a great plan, but, you know, revenge makes smart men stupid. So <laughs> I'd hate to see what it would do to you. Oh. oh,
1: All right. Well, enjoy the rest of the podcast, everyone. I'm sorry. Goodbye.
0: <laughs> so the clue that Sherlock sees is a boot print in the ground. It's like in a... Cardboard box, something. It's like a squishy piece of gross thing on the floor, on the ground. Yeah, the it's city like a ground, mud mm-hmm. boot print. So Sherlock and Captain go to Bell's apartment because the shoe print is a size ten, the size of Bell's shoes. Uh huh. And it's a Bugatti. A b- b- Bugatti? Yeah, it's a Bugatti. You want a hot body? You want a Bugatti? You better work, Bell. <laughs> so uh, Sherlock is like this is the kind of shoe you wear And it's our, it's your size And so it kind of looks like it's you And Belle is like do you really Think that I could kill somebody
1: Sherlock's like well I think anybody Given the right circumstances Could kill somebody And, 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 and Belle and Captain do not look Very happy with this <laughs> No and she looks like, I don't actually think you killed Curtis. I don't
0: think you did this one. I'm just
1: saying.
0: Yeah.
1: Everybody has it in them.
0: I'm just saying murder is like sometimes an option.
1: I'm just saying murder is just like right underneath the surface. <laughs> it's right there. Could Could come out at any time.
0: <laughs> so um, he's like, no, I don't think you did it. But, you know. Somebody's going to be asking these questions. These clues lead to you. So, you know, you yeah, should be pe- prepared for them.
1: People are going to ask you questions. And when they do, you shouldn't act like a giant baby like you are right now.
0: Mm-hmm. And Belle says, my diaper is uncomfy. I hate you. <laughs> no. Uh, Captain is like, why don't you, why don't you give us some, some space? And Sherlock goes to the water closet, which is um, when you have an extra pantry. And so you get a big aquarium and you put it on the the middle shelf and then you know the lower shelf is like for your fish food and the gravel mm-hmm. and maybe a floaty so it looks like you know kind of aquatic and yeah and then the bottom shelf the or the floor of the pantry is where you put all of your bottles of um piss <laughs> no! no.
1: No? No. I got to clean out our pantry then. Please do. <laughs>
0: um and and so Captain just tells Marcus that he's uh, on administrative leave because fucking obviously, like, it would look really suspicious if he was working this case that he was also a suspect of. And, mm-hmm. you know, he's also like investigating the murder of the guy he hates or another guy he hates, but, it, you know, a guy who might have tried to kill him. So now we get to Joan in therapy and she's wearing a little necklace that's like a cloud and a little lightning bolt. It's very cute. I like it.
1: I didn't notice.
0: Yeah. What else happens in the scene?
1: Uh, Well, she's talking to her therapist about uh, Sherlock ambushing her Mm -hmm. as if he's a gorilla Mm -hmm. and how her life is in danger. Mm -hmm. And her therapist is like, it kind of seems like your life is in danger.
0: Yeah. She's like, he's not wrong. Um, maybe you should, like, move on from this now. Like, you've had a lot of fun, and it's been really cool. And Joan is like, I'm not doing it because it's fun or cool.
1: I'm doing it because I'm making bank. No. Oh, wait, I'm not getting paid.
0: I'm not getting paid. She's not getting paid at all. She's not getting paid. She's just there for some other reason. And, you know, Sherlock's sobriety is kind of fine. The therapist even says, like, look, if he wants you to be safe, if he cares about your well-being, why isn't he telling you to be safe by not being around him anymore and moving on to a new client? And we know why. It's because she loves to detect. And he knows it.
1: She's a detective.
0: She's a detective. She can't help it. So she gets home to the Brownstone, and Sherlock is listening to some loud music, some punk rock, perhaps. Perhaps. It's
1: quite loud.
0: He's actually not even listening to it because he's wearing headphones. He's wearing... Um, uh, noise-canceling.
1: Ear-
0: no, no. He's wearing... um
1: Noise-canceling earmuffs. Am I wrong?
0: <laughs> Is that what they're called? The things that block out sound?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, they go over your ears, like earmuffs, and they cancel out the noise. So noise-canceling
0: ear earmuffs. Pro- he's wearing protective ear... Muffs. I... I'm so sure it's not muffs. I'm so sure that that's not the word. (laughs) He's wearing ear protectors. Muffs.
1: (laughs) Muff protectors. He's wearing muff
0: protectors um, because he's actually playing the music to uh, cover up the sound of his ballistics exam. Bang, bang. So he's shooting his uh, dummy, and she's like, this is... you can't... what... (laughs) This is a residence.
1: We have neighbors.
0: Yeah, and also, why don't you do? Why don't you let the police do the ballistics exam? And Sherlock is like, "Oh, uh, no, I can't."
1: Because if I give them a, this gun, they're gonna ask where I got it from.
0: <laughs> and then I'll have to tell them. So um, Marcus meets up with his brother Andre, and his brother is like, "Listen, I asked around to my gang contacts, like you told me not to, <laughs> and um, I found this guy Tico something." And Marcus is like, yeah, we already know about Tico. We already know about a billion Ticos. Everyone
1: knows about Tico. Yeah.
0: He's not low-key about his gun thing. <laughs> um, and Marcus is like, listen, I know that your life is hard, you know. And Audre is like, you don't know. You think you know, but you don't know. Maybe.
1: But, but someday, someday you might know.
0: <gasps> that's it. So then Marcus gets a text that says, like, Bay, come over you up? And Marcus is like, I'm busy. And Sherlock's like, but my parents aren't home and I have this evidence. And so Marcus goes over.
1: <laughs> my mom said and my dad doesn't talk to me and I have this evidence.
0: <laughs> That's a lot like saying your parents aren't home. Yeah. Um, so he goes over and um, he's like, "Why are why am I at your house? What's happening here? And Sherlock's like, well... I sniffed something in your bathroom. (laughs) Gross. I smelled something in your bathroom. (laughs) So, um, the reason that he has Marcus over is because when he went to the bathroom at Marcus's apartment, he immediately smelled the distinctive smell of a recently discharged firearm.
1: You know what that smells like.
0: You know, the smell of just shot this gun. (laughs) And he he.
1: I I want that Yankee candle. Recently fired firearm.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it would be firing because it's candle fire, candle, candle fire. Um. So he found a nine millimeter gun.
1: It's a, that's a tiny gun. It's
0: little. It's not even a whole centimeter. It's like yeah. It's like a Barbie gun. <laughs> he found a Barbie gun in Bell's bathroom vent, and also. He is wearing a polka dot button up shirt and a black vest and he looks really cute. That's how much attention I was paying to this scene. You love their wardrobes. I love it. It's He looks cute. And I like him. Um, so anyway um, so he's like clearly this is a frame um, we can't just like we can't tell Captain where I actually found this but we do have to clearly somebody is, is being pretty advanced with their frame up of you and we have to um Submit this into evidence. Is that what? Is that what? Is that what it is? Yeah,
1: it's still a gun that committed a crime, and you know, be put in the database.
0: Exactly. So they go to the captain the next day, and you know it's the next day because Sherlock is now wearing a button-up um, jersey shirt that's blue and um, looks very soft and stretchy, you know, <laughs> with a cardigan over it. Mm. Um, and so. Th- Sherlock is like, yeah, Captain, I found this in a dumpster. What? I just love searching through dumpsters, so. Um, so Captain is like, okay, well, this is good evidence. I'm glad we found the murder weapon. Um, too bad there are no prints on it, though. So this is a great little scene as well that um, I think we have remembered from previous watches um, because Sherlock is explaining to Marcus because he's like, okay, I can tell that you don't like that we lied to the Captain about where we found that gun. But we had to because we're smart and we can solve this case. We don't need IA getting all up in our business. and
1: Yeah, fucking turtle affairs. Yeah. Trying to keep a check on us. Yeah, right? We are the law.
0: We're not turtles. We don't need turtle affairs. <laughs> fucking turtle affairs. They're not
1: even turtle affairs. They're in turtle affairs. They're like little bacterian turtles.
0: Stuff about the minds of turtles. Hey, where's Clyde? He's just chilling. He's a turtle. Anyway. He's still in the drawer. <laughs> so, um, yeah, he's he's like, I know that it wasn't you. Obviously, it's a frame up because only an idiot would bring a gun back to his own place. And you're not an idiot. And Marcus puts his elbow on his desk and puts his head on his fist. And he goes, thank you. He's and so cute. He looks really cute.
1: So sweet. <laughs> Aww, you don't think I'm an idiot? Thanks, Sherlock. That means so much. <laughs> it is clearly sarcastic, but also adorable.
0: Yeah, and I think also, well, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's maybe it's not sarcastic. Because it's Sherlock, at least partly. Yeah. Sarcastic. No. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Yeah. So Sherlock is like, we did the right thing. See you later. Bye.
1: So now Andre shows up because Marcus invited him here. He was like, Hey, bro, we gotta talk about something. And Andre's like, Oh, you're okay with everyone here knowing that I am your brother?
0: I'm a felon and I'm your brother.
1: Marcus is like, Yeah, 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 yeah. that's fine, that's fine, that's fine. Get in this conference room quickly <laughs> where people can no longer see you. He's like, Listen, somebody's clearly trying to frame me for murder. They got into my house. You were kind of vaguely threatening me earlier this episode, and you stayed at my house, uh, so you could have made a key, or at least a copy of the key. And I gave you my shoes when you got out of prison, and you know, and other clothes, but definitely my shoes. Seems like you could have done something. did you frame me? Could have.
0: Did you frame Roger? Me. <laughs> Marcus Rabbit. (laughs) Yeah, and um, Andrea's like, how dare you? And they basically argue again about one being a cop and one being a gangster.
1: He's like, yeah, I would never do that. I've been to jail. (laughs) You didn't go to jail. He's like,
0: yeah, I didn't. You went to police school. I was with mom while you were in jail. You could have gotten out of jail, but you didn't. Then (laughs) you... (laughs) Sherlock had mentioned earlier that Marcus was Captain's favorite apprentice and now (laughs) there's like evidence of this because Captain has definitely said, if you did this, now is the time to tell me. Or like, if you have any involvement, if you blah 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 blah, now is the time to tell me. Mm -hmm. And Marcus says it here to his brother. He's like, you know, "If if you're wrapped up in this, now is the time to tell me we can fix it, whatever. <laughs> Andre is leaving, and he's he's left the conference room now, and he he's you know he's like you know what, fuck you actually, uh, and punches punches him in the. Oh no! Right in the bell.
1: And then the most unrealistic thing in the world happens, mm. which is a bunch of cops uh, swarm them because you know he just punched a cop, mm-hmm. which that's fine. But not a single one of them draws their weapon.
0: <laughs> and Marcus is like, it's fine. It's fine. And they all back off.
1: He goes, that's no, cool. He's my brother.
0: He's my and partner. all the cops go,
1: oh, that's fine. <laughs> my brother also punches me in the face quite often.
0: It's like a wife can't be forced to testify against her husband. A brother can't be brought up on charges against his other brother. Mm. It's, you know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> It's the, the Cain and Abel rule.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Brothers are allowed to kill each other.
0: Mm-hmm. That's not a rule. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. Your brother knows that, right? No. Oh, boy.
1: It's dangerous.
0: <laughs> so Joan and Sherlock are at Bell's apartment now and um, looking for clues. And Joan is like, did you find any clues in Bell's bathroom? And Sherlock is like, um, that depends. I found a lingerie catalog with your head on all of the models. Um, <laughs> is that a clue? And Watson's like, shut up. Shut up. I'm Lucy Lou, Of course he does. No. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: she's like, that wasn't photoshopped.
0: <laughs> no. Um, she's like, I know you're frustrated because, you know, we don't, haven't found any clues. And he's like, no, I'm annoyed that we haven't found any clues. I'm frustrated because you refuse to learn self-defense. Even though I have reached out to many of my kung fu contacts, and they would will be willing to train you, and this is a pivotal scene. Pivotal. Oh. Balto, come in here. Balto, Balto. I just wanted to tell him how important the scene was. He's seeping. He's seeping. This scene is very important. Why? Well, Joan is like, all right, enough with the you talking about me getting self-defense. We got to talk about boundaries. I'm not your apprentice. I'm your sober companion. And Sherlock says, No, you're not! You are not! You haven't been for quite some time. <gasps> he knows. He knows. Because? He's Sherlock Holmes. Because last week he called his dad about the ransom money for Reese's daughter. Whoa, oh,
1: right!
0: Yeah, and Morland, you know, Moreland was like, what's up, son? And Sherlock was like, yeah, things are going good. Thanks for letting Joan stay on. And Morland was like, huh? I didn't do that. <laughs> what are you talking about? What's that so yeah so he knew and he was like you know i appreciated i appreciate you staying on because i was in a vulnerable place when you first stayed on but then i thought maybe you thought i was still vulnerable and i'm not i'm good so i've been making a point to be really good and uh."
1: (laughs) you've seen me i haven't done a single drug
0: I've been doing a lot of no drugs <laughs> on, around you on purpose, and um, and then he was like, "Wait, but then you, but then you didn't leave," and so now I know it's not because of my sobriety.
1: It's because you think I'm sexy.
0: <laughs> he starts stripping, and he's like, <laughs> we've got to confront the truth, John. <laughs> um, <laughs> and s- this is such a this is such a powerful scene. It was, I don't know, but um, he says, "I have a proposal for you. Why don't you stay on, not as my sober companion, but as my companion? Why don't you live with me and be my friend?
1: <laughs> what if, What if you be my professional friend? <laughs> and <I'll...
0: laughs> yeah. And he's like, you know, I I'll teach you how to be a, a detective, and I'll give you a salary, a, a stipend that will match, you know, what my dad was paying you, and you can live with the brownstone or not. I'll teach you how to be a detective. And I love when people call other people their companion. Mm. It's just nice. This is Joan. She is always around.
1: <laughs>
0: you know? So he also says, you know, listen, this is an important decision. So you don't have to um, maintain confidentiality about being my sober companion. You're welcome to tell other people what you were to me and what I believe you could be to me.
1: Yeah, and I love it. He's like, you know, go go talk to other people about this. Yeah. Discuss it. Figure it out.
0: He doesn't want to pressure her. Yeah. He wants her to, he thinks that this is the right thing for her. It could be really good for her and wants her to really examine it. And um, when he says, you know, what you could be to me, he says, a partner. Hmm. Which I think that's the first time that he's really said, like, "You we would be equals. Yeah. And that's such an important part of their relationship. That I think a lot of other Sherlock properties don't get right. <laughs> I'm going to say it for the millionth time. Elementary is...
1: I know you hate Robert Dadding Jr. and Jude Law.
0: Yeah. They can eat a an egg, as far as I'm concerned. Do you think...
1: Th- they're the sexier pairing As opposed to who? Lucy Liu and Johnny Lee Miller And I mean Jude Law in his prime
0: Do you mean um That are Robert Downey Jr. And Jude Law sexier than Johnny Lee Miller and Lucy Liu combined? Or do mm-hmm. you mean like if they were to smooch? No just combined No I don't think that they I, I don't think Robert Downey Jr. is that attractive Maybe because he's played Iron Man for so long that that's who he is in my mind, and I'm just like, okay.
1: You don't want to fuck Iron Man?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to... (laughs) Do I want to fuck the military-industrial complex? No, I don't.
1: (laughs) Well, well, that makes one of us (laughs) shove a missile up my
0: butthole. (laughs) No! Jude Law is very good-looking, though. Anyway, um... What are we talking about? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Then he says another line that's so good. I thought it was in a different episode because surely, you know, they couldn't all be in the same episode.
1: You can't pack this much goodness into 44 minutes. Yeah,
0: this episode is stacked. So, uh, no, but he says, I'm better with you. I'm sharper, more focused. Difficult to say why, really. Perhaps in time I'll solve that as well. Oh. She makes him a better detective. What?
1: Well, it's sweet, but then he has to make a weird detective uh, solving, playing on words.
0: He's Sherlock Holmes.
1: Okay. He
0: understands one thing, and it's... Riddles. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So now we cut to Marcus, who is going to Andre's house. He he brought him some more groceries, because even though he got punched in the face, he's still his brother and loves him. And he he knocks on the door and there's no answer. And he's like, come on, let me in, buddy. Uh, There's still no answer.
0: I can hear the TV. I know you're in there.
1: Um, And then he knocks extra hard and the door is just open because he lives in a shitty uh, neighborhood. Um, Yeah. And and the reason Andre has not been answering is because Andre is on the floor bleeding blood. Ah! Out of blood holes? Out of bloody blood holes. That got. How did he get the blood holes? From blood bullets.
0: <gasps> no, they were probably metal. Yeah,
1: they were normal bullets. bullets. Yeah,
0: yeah. But he's bleeding. He's, he's bleeding. Yeah. He's been shot.
1: The the uh, Marcus looks around and, and he and he sees the the window has been broken from bullets. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's about it. Yeah. Marcus's brother,
0: he, Andre, uh, is on the ground bleeding. It's the big one. Yeah. Yeah. So Marcus calls a a bus. Which is apparently... Yeah,
1: it's like, yeah, I need a bus, which is just ridiculous because an ambulance would obviously get there faster... Yeah, come on. ...than the you know, 55.
0: <laughs> but uh, anyway, so um, he does this thing where he, he gives his badge number to 911. Why does that... What what does that do? Brings you to the top of the line? like Yes. Oh.
1: When he's like, hey, be advised it's my brother, mm-hmm. that's because he's like, hey, be advised, I'm important, get here quicker. I don't care about grandma that just fell down the stairs.
0: <laughs> um, I mean, your dad's an EMT. Does he know anything about that?
1: I mean, probably, but he's not here, so I can't ask him.
0: Call him right now. <laughs> Dad is important for the podcast.
1: I, I mean, honestly, he probably does know. He, um, Before he was a firefighter, he was a 911 operator.
0: Oh, wow. I didn't know that. I mean, I knew I knew it, it was an EMT. So I, that's why I thought he knew about 911. Well,
1: he is currently an EMT.
0: Mm-hmm. So the other thing that is in Andre's apartment, in all of this blood, is that he's written in his own blood, which uh, uh, he's written was not Marcus on the ground in his blood,
1: which which is uh, touching and um, loving and also gross and also just made me think of the uh, thing I learned on Reddit today about um, Japanese execution. How back in the late 1700s, they would uh, chop people in half, and one person died this way and survived for a couple minutes and, and rode out in his own blood, horrible, multiple times. And when the, uh, the emperor found out about it, he banned that type of execution. Wow. <laughs> so was not Marcus's kind of a, a sweeter message.
0: Horrible. Horrible. Just, just ouch. (laughs) (laughs) He just wrote zero out of 10 would not get, would not recommend getting cut in half. (laughs) Wow. That's haunting. Um, I'm glad they don't do that anymore. Anyway. So, um, so Joan and Sherlock have heard about this and um, they're looking At the clues and everything. Because Marcus has gone to the hospital with his brother, obviously. Um, Because it's elementary, so he hasn't died.
1: Right, it's not the first couple of minutes.
0: Right. Um, And Sherlock is like, it's weird, you know, I, I combed through Belle's whole apartment and I didn't find any evidence of a brother. And Joan is like, well, yeah, but, I mean, he said they weren't on good terms. And Sherlock's like, yeah, but I'm me.
1: I noticed everything.
0: Yeah. It's weird that I didn't see... His fingerprint indentation of I have a brother <laughs> that he left on his shower curtain. I don't know. Anyway, um, so this is where Sherlock compliments Andre as well for not being stupid either. Marcus and Andre runs in the runs in the family not being an idiot, I guess. Smart
1: boys. Because
0: he says, you know, Andre wrote was not Marcus because he knew that this was part of a frame up. And he didn't want to be part of it. He didn't want to... Um, he didn't want his death to lead to his brother going to jail.
1: Sherlock says all of this?
0: Yeah. He's like, Andre must have figured out that hmm. uh this was somebody was trying to frame Bell about this. Um, because of all of the other stuff that was happening. <laughs> <laughs> and um so he looks outside and Joan is like, Why do you think that they were trying to frame um Marcus again with this? And he's like, Well look look at that slight divot in the dirt, you know, if that's not uh an imprint of size 10 Purgati boots, I'll stop throwing tennis balls at you. <laughs> <laughs> and unluckily for Joan, he's right. <laughs> so he doesn't have to stop. So he,
1: he chucks another couple at her right yeah. now.
0: Yeah, he does it right there. So then they go to um, the hospital where Marcus is waiting, and he's like, why is he still in surgery? And Joan is like, it's good that he's still in surgery. It means that he's more likely to survive the, because they're suturing him something you know it's a good
1: doctor doctor doctor. yeah she
0: uses her surgeon knowledge to be like it's good that this is happening um and they start talking about him and marcus says that he never forgave his brother for staying in as long as he did um in the bath and became pruned (laughs) it's like he looked like a little raisin
1: in jail in
0: jail in the jail bathroom (laughs) no um and he's like i i hooked him up you know i used a big favor to get him a parole hearing that was uh parole hearing moved up and he didn't take it or he didn't take the opportunity to rat out his friends yeah so he stayed in longer
1: all all they had to do is give up a a, the name of a guy that was already
0: in jail Uh uh-huh that they had already figured out it was him Mm -hmm. they just needed confirmation yeah um but no and so joan is like oh it's because you're the whistleblower (gasps) and marcus is like huh what how did you how did you know that what and uh, jonah's like you the the anonymous tip got called in a month before your brother got this moved up parole hearing that was the big favor that you called in you know you're the anonymous tipster weren't you marcus is like yeah
1: just so we're clear, because I didn't get it during the episode, it took me a minute. The whistleblower in the the Curtis case of how Curtis was thrown in jail because of the planted evidence.
0: Yes, yes. So um, Marcus was on that old detail, but he turned in his boss for planting the evidence. He's like, it was a plant. Yeah, he's like, I'm not doing. I'm I'm not going to let this guy break the law to to put him in jail. So. Um, He's like, yeah. So it was me. So what? And Sherlock's like, so what? So the people that you put in, the people, that you, the people that you turned in, might be mad at you about that.
1: It's like no one knows it was me.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Sherlock's like, wow. Well, maybe somebody found out. Yeah.
0: In the intervening months, in the long time between that happening and now, and wouldn't you know it, they have a suspect in the from the old detail.
1: Someone that we have seen multiple times in this episode. Uh-huh. Detective.
0: Cheese. <laughs> Sorry, what? No, not Mr. Cheese.
1: Police Officer Cheese.
0: Mm-hmm. Officer Cheese.
1: Officer Kickboxing, Paula Reyes.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. Paula. 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 Koala.
1: Koala Paula. <laughs>
0: So they're in the conference room-looking interrogation room, you know, the one that they use for their uh, less dangerous or the suspects that they're trying not to tip off, I guess. Yeah. They're doing a parlor room reveal, so I don't know why they're using
1: They they, they do this all the time. Yeah. When they're like, oh, we're just coming in to chat. We
0: just have some extra questions for you. But actually,
1: we're going to tell you everything that we know, and we have all the evidence that we need, Mm -hmm. Um, but we're just going to do it in here because uh, NCIS is using the... Uh, <laughs> interrogation, interrogation room so yeah.
0: um yeah she's like did i do something wrong and the captain is like oh you did a lot of things wrong <laughs> reyes so they're walking through how she did this so um turns out the guy's name was not herbert it's M- mickey hudson but um as far as we're concerned herbert so instead of going through the who says what in this dialogue. I'm just going to say what happened. Yeah,
1: it's much easier to follow.
0: <laughs> yeah. So Reyes was on the old detail with Herbert, and she found out who had tipped off IA, the quote-unquote rat squad, because she's actually dating someone from the rat squad right now, who she would be like, you know it would be fun pillow talk? Is like if you told me like who the anonymous tipster was, and I was <laughs> and like... You know, that case a couple of years ago. And she was, when Herbert was was brought in, you know, she was suspected for helping him and she was questioned, but she was never.
1: They could never pin anything on her, but it still left a a black mark on her record. She
0: didn't get the promotion she wanted. She didn't get to go to the.
1: She didn't get to be in the holiday Christmas party Mm -hmm. uh, play.
0: Right. Exactly. She was like, I'll take tree number three. Mm -hmm. And they were like, no, you know, you did. So, yeah. Um, Then, in the middle of this, she says, If you got a problem with me? Why don't you take it up with my union rep? And God, I wish that were me. (laughs) Having a, first of all, being in a fucking union. And second of all, having a union representative that is, that can represent you in court. I, why are not all union reps like this? Every union rep should be as, Powerful as police unions, but police unions shouldn't be that powerful.
1: I want to kill people at work too.
0: <laughs> I just want to raise ever, please.
1: I want to raise society to the ground.
0: Yeah. With a Z. It
1: always bothered me that raise and raise are opposites.
0: Yeah, well, they're not really, because one is fire based and the other one isn't. Shit the fuck up. <laughs> Burn it up and burn it down are synonyms, which is kind of messed up.
1: Um, so is
0: I'm up and I'm down. I'm up for it and I'm down for it, I mean. That's what it is. I'm it's based on a real story, it's based off a real story. You know?
1: <sighs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and Reyes, of course, as previously established, had been dating Belle, which is how she would have gotten a key to his house to plant the gun in his house. And they also found um, metal eyelets from Prigati boots, probably, in her house. That like you know she wore it to frame Bell, and then burned to get rid of the evidence. Mm-hmm. But the eyelets didn't burn. And she also recently had arrested this um, gun guy who had a bunch of unlisted guns.
1: But those guns didn't wind up in evidence.
0: Weird. So
1: where did they go? I
0: don't know.
1: Officer Ray's his house.
0: Oh. oh, there you go. So that's how she did that, you know. Uh, we got him. We got it. So now Belle is at his brother's hospital room. And his brother's okay. His brother's getting better. Mm-hmm. And he's like, so hey, like, you were shot in the back. There's no way that you would have seen who did it. How did you know it wasn't me? And his brother is like, I just knew. I
1: just knew. Hmm. And also you literally just told me that someone was trying to frame you for murder. (laughs) So even though I lost a lot of blood, there was some blood in my brain and my brain was working.
0: (laughs) It just shows, you know, even though his brother doesn't agree with him on a lot of stuff and they both resent each other he like still knows that marcus is a good dude yeah oh do
1: so you see know if i ever get shot in the back i'm not writing out was not val why not i'm not ruling it out
0: what if i tell what if i make you because i'm holding a gun to you <laughs>
1: we're gonna do shoot me again
0: yeah it would hurt again
1: that's a good point yeah I'll write was not Val, and then with my dying breath, I'll swipe out not.
0: <laughs> or you could write wink afterwards, <laughs> so they know it's sarcastic. Mm-hmm. So now we're at the brownstone for our last little bit beat, little beat of um, character things.
1: Character development time! Ah! Relationships in the last 20 seconds.
0: <laughs> so... Sherlock is rearranging the locks again, and Joan is like, "Oh, now by date of manufacturer, huh? Oh, that's nice. is smart." And he's like, "It was the only, it was the only one that made sense, you know."
1: And you can tell because he's only got like two rows up, and they're all rusty and old, old shit. and you know, <laughs> dirty and gross.
0: <laughs> this reminded me of him being like, "Oh, arranging them by date of manufacture was just the only logical thing that I could imagine." just reminded me of, uh, you know that episode of Futurama where uh, they're getting their lockers inspected by a a bureaucrat, and she's like, why isn't this jacket alphabetical? And they're like, what? She's like, the zipper should be at the bottom. (laughs) I always love that. So that's what he's doing, basically. So then, Joan says something to Sherlock. She says, I like to be paid on Thursdays. (laughs) And he's like, oh, oh. Oh, yes. It's happening. I want to pay you so bad. <laughs> and then she says, And if we're going to do this, you're going to keep going to group with me.
1: And I'm going to look for a new apartment. But in the meantime, I will be living here rent free.
0: Rent free. And Sherlock's like, Okay. Yeah. Great. Oh, I can't, I can't <laughs> wait. This is so great. And Jonah's like, Oh, and Sherlock, one more thing. And he's like, Yeah. And she goes, Boink. Throws a basketball at his head. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid head. And she's like, could have been a knife. <laughs> Which is something he said when she, when he threw the, the tennis ball at her. Mm-hmm. So good.
1: Oh. So
0: it's official.
1: She's gonna be a detective lady, solving crimes with her best friend. Sherlock.
0: Oh, it's so good. I love it. This this episode's so good and so important to the story, obviously. Uh-huh. I also just like that the... the Episode before this was, like, just, like, Sherlock being Sherlock, and, oh, the case of the blue carbuncle, but this one is, this is about, like, this version of, of Sherlock and Joan, mm-hmm. you know? Joan having to admit to herself and to the world that she really wants to be a detective. Yeah. And spoiler alert, she turns out to be pretty good at it. Yeah? Yeah.
1: Well, wow.
0: You have to keep watching to find out. She but.
1: sticks around?
0: <laughs> no, she leaves after this season. Oh. Yeah, it's fine. It's still a good show. <laughs> so so that's it for our episode of Elementary. we still got some more info for the P episode. Ooh! So um, first of all, we would love to chat with you and send you pictures of Balto. You specifically, listener. I'm talking to you. So you should join our Discord. Uh, you can find the link to that on our Twitter, which is LMNOPcast. We've got uh, our pin tweet is the link to join our Discord. We've got some great little emojis. Maybe we should add, a one, add one of um, Marcus doing the thing.
1: Yes, the thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you.
0: That could be the thank you emoji. Oh, that would be good. Mm-hmm. We still need one for Joan, but she doesn't make any goofy faces. That I have found, yeah. That I've noticed. We'll we'll find something. If you have any ideas, you can suggest to them, s- suggest them to us at the Discord or in the Twitter. Ooh, what
1: a fantastic idea!
0: And we would love to interact with you. We'd like to thank uh, Summergeist at Stellar Ghost for our pod art and Noahgeist at Owl Dude for our intro song. I am Val Flight Cub. Um, you can find me on Twitter at flightcub, b. The second b stands for Balto.
1: And I will one day be Alec. You can find me by pointing at a star and saying that one.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to Noisepace.xyz for hosting us, the home of a lot of wonderful podcasts, such as Henry Kissinger's "Pokemon Going to Die."
1: City girls may do
0: it, which just had their final episode.
1: Zero to Zero, which you're coming up on your final episode. That's
0: true, we are.
1: Not to be a Debbie Downer.
0: No, but it's a good show. So it's uh, I'm personally glad that it's ending because I hate who wants to be a superhero, but sad that it happened. <laughs> 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 no, just kidding. <laughs> sad that the podcast is ending, obviously. Yeah. Um, until next time, this marble will keep on rolling. Goodbye. Go bye.